previously on the mortal path. Well, it's a new territory there, that is. Well, exactly. And we need somebody like yourself, a true trailblazer innovator, to navigate that with us. Where did you learn whatever you're doing? It is magic. I learned it in Sundarian. There are people there who teach you for a price. And some of it's my own innate talents. And I think you'll find, as a team, that Opal doesn't give a shit about your particular skills if you're going around and fucking up their status quo. So good luck. Really, wish I was going to be around to see the court case. But I hardly think you're going to let me walk out of here. There ain't no way in hell I'm telling you that. I've seen what they can do with spirits in Sindarian. Death isn't the end. <laughs> oh, we know. I'm going to fucking resist constantly. I am okay, like, you know yeah. when you pick up a cat and it doesn't want to go in the carrier? Yeah, make another one. That's very yeah. much what Nerium looks like right now. I'm really worried about Nerium now. Yeah, yeah, you should be. Yeah. She, this is more scary than Eusebius somehow. So she reaches over, she manages to like wrestle <laughs> the dagger out of your hand and using the body of her colleague as like a prop weight, she then brings it into like the side of your temple kind of using this person as a shield and I think you are knocked out cold. Oh no! between a couple of trees you are looking at this like little cottage there are there's like a little lamp in it so there's a little bit of light shining through the windows just enough to be like somebody probably lives here but it's also late at night so they might have gone to bed type situation um you can see just peeking out behind it like the edge of a horse-drawn carriage there's a little stable behind it where you could keep a horse that's <laughs> what stables are for <laughs> um and is that an option available to us in this game can we keep a horse? You you could attempt to. I would let you try. What kind of role would that be to keep a horse? Depends on what you're asking it to do. Uh, Nerium, you are kind of coming to... You are in the middle of this quite large basement and you have been tied to this chair. Your your hands are separated behind you so you can't like, you know, like reach over and like touch your own hand fingers. They're kept quite separate. Um, your weapons have been taken My off hands. you. They can touch anything except themselves. <laughs> oh yeah. What? And, uh, round... That's not true. <laughs> round the table, in front of you, but towards the wall, is uh, an elf, two humans, one potentially dead, not looking well either way, uh, and a dwarf who have been. I think I said they were kind of playing cards, clearly waiting for either you to wake up or something to to happen. What are you doing, the three of you? Who's going first? I have a thing. Um, Matt has an animal companion. The Since fu- when? What? You do? Since Tembrin. Uh, in Tembrin. Um, what? The rat that was helping um, excavate yes. rubble. And then it just hasn't really... I, I just forgot about it sometimes, <laughs> I think. Where but, has it been? You, did it, you leave the rat behind? I mean, it's magical. It just goes into a pocket oh. dimension if I don't... If I don't need it. Um, <laughs> That's convenient. 
that but that's really interesting because the the rat has come from your um your your god well from the your patrons uh-huh. you know um and currently your your patron is the kind of red fiery one um but those patrons kind of exist on a plane that you are not and a plane that taro is like seeing so are you kind of like conjuring this creature if so like taro what do you see because to Nat, it would look like a rat in the real world, but you are seeing some sort of like spirit avatar of whatever this thing is. I don't know what's the rat's self-idealized ghost form. <laughs> <laughs> what's it feeling today? How how energized is the rat, Gary? So, well, I think what I do, I I, I take out my my book of shadows with the swirling red and blue um, mm. shadows and mist uh, on the front, uh, flick through it. And then draw like a draw a hexagram on the ground, and then just hold my hand there for a second, and then this um, this very small black rat sort of phases into existence, and then sort of looks at me quizzically. But what does it look like in the spirit dimension? Does, is it three times the size with horns and six legs? A rat with horns is cool. I can I can make this into like any small animal. Oh, what's the truth of its essence? Ooh, it's a hideous chimera. I, I yeah, I like the idea of it's a chimera. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. It's a That's it's a puppy sized cool. chimera. Oh puppy. That's puppy. very cute. Puppy. Yeah. Taro, suddenly in front of you, very puppy sized chimera. Whatever chimera is the one with three heads, right? I think it's a lion's head. It, uh, it's got a snake for a tail and yeah. um, a goat's head and a lion's head, I, I thought think. it had a scorpion tail. And maybe wings? And probably wings and definitely horns. Yeah. Okay. And like fangs and possibly flippers. And you can, <laughs> it's a chimera. You can put everything yeah. you fucking like on there. It's its a catch-all for an algam, amalgamation of stuff. Puppy. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and also puppy. I point that okay. I say, yep. puppy. Uh, pu- what? That's a rat, Taro. Oh, Nat, did you summon that thing? Y- yeah. That's cool. What is it? Well, currently it's a rat, but I think it's some kind of... I'm not really sure. Maybe like a a little helper from the the god people? Tell you what, though, Nat, it looks, looks pretty, pretty sick from where I'm standing. Ah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, I'm hoping that this will help us gain an advantage. And then I'm going to like telepathically command it to go inside the cabin and look around. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm just assuming I can still use the same things from 5A. I'm going to, um, my vision's going to blur. I can't see what's around me in real life, but I see through the rat's eyes and I hear what the rat hears as it goes and explores this cabin. That's very cool. I think because in like, in a really weird way, because this is a creature that you've summoned, this is its own creature that you are kind of momentarily possessing, mm-hmm. in a way. I think that what, Tara, at least what you see watching this is that as Nat kind of concentrates, is you see this sudden kind of explosion of what look like ribbons, like parts of Nat's very like soul go kind of like flying out and like wrap around this chimera and kind of form this almost like pseudo-human, like a little doll shape on top of it as it starts to move through the the undergrowth. That's pretty cool. I think I want to go back into normal seeing mode, though. Just Cool. You can't. Oh. oh. 
Oh. Oh. We'll resolve this when Nat gets back. Um, scurry, scurry, you scurry. You try and, like, pull back into it. You try and, like, as you are pulling those threads... They are fraying and tattering and they are falling apart oh, and your shit. fingertips are like purple smeared and burned and kind of like like painful to touch as you try and like pull yourself literally back together and you are currently stuck seeing the spirit world and you don't know when you'll uh-uh. be able to not do that. Okay. Okay. I'll work around it. Mm-hmm. Great. I love this. So I just want to make this really clear. I have two people outside a cabin of very dangerous people and neither of them can currently see around them. I just want to be yes. sure that's hey, where I, I am. I could see soul shit. If somebody comes you up to me with an active shit. live soul, I'm good to go. Okay, okay, sure, yeah. I mean, you're seeing a version uh, of that, which actually I think is very interesting because, you know, like in a, in a city, you've got a lot of um, inert material, lots of rock Lots of stone, metal, uh-huh. glass, stuff that I doesn't have a soul. Here. You're in a mm-hmm. forest. You are in the equivalent of the densest soul jungle because everything around you is a little bit alive. And while that's not showing as like the soul energy, which is different, it's like a visual, um, visual, what's it called? Interference. Noise. Yeah, visual noise, visual interference, because because there's so much around you that is alive and linked and ter- and like there are little creatures and bugs and things everywhere that it's it's a little difficult. Presumably, there's like a little seething carpet of like the souls of vermin past. <laughs> there was that in the city like, too, as well, though, right? There was there was the soul like the the remnants of dead people and stuff. So it's a different kind of horrible noise. Yes, exactly. That's it. Exactly. It's a very different kind of horrible noise. And whereas in the city, you would have occasional parts where. Um, at least the kind of buildings and things w- would not be having that that visual noise. Oh man, do trees have souls? Well, they're alive. I don't think they have souls. I think there's a very there's a difference. Do between, they like, have like souls, man? Maybe they have like <laughs> proto souls, bro. They've got something in there. There's there's something Whoa. there. They got life essence, bro. It links us all. <laughs> That's a whole new wrinkle. You, if you smoke a leaf, are you smoking a soul? Whoa. We already discussed that in the quiet. No, not in the quiet. Yeah, in the um, factions game you wrote when we were vaping in churches, we had a whole discussion <laughs> about clouds and souls and shit there. Like, listen, anything could be a soul in the mortal path, apparently. Um, but you, you is this a soul? Absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. I love that. I hope somebody actually makes a meme of that because that'd be very good. Um, so you can absolutely tell a human soul, an animal soul from the the visual noise of a forest, but there is just a lot of visual noise, basically. Um, so it's not easy to uh-huh. see around. But you can still, you're not going to be surprised by like a tree and think it's not a tree. You still gotcha. know what stuff is. It's just harder to make out um, things. So Nat, as a rat, is mm-hmm. scurrying forward. <laughs> what are you doing? You're you're approaching the cabin. Yes, uh, I will. I, I'm going to be assuming there'll be at least some kind of way up that a rat could sneak in. Yes. Given that rats tend to be able to get in and everywhere, they're like octopuses. Yes. Uh, what? Yeah. They can squeeze. Oh yes, of course, of course. Sure. Yep. There's definitely like a little, in fact, the, the door itself has like a little chip out of a bit of the wood that a small black rat mm-hmm. can slip through, no problem. Okay. 
Uh, I will have a look around. I I'm trying to uh, find people, but if I see any, I'm going to stick to the shadows. And I'm just going to move through the house, trying to locate one Nerium Oleander. Okay, so as you start as you start skittering, creeping through the house very quietly, I think you're going to need to make me a roll if you're going to go like, yeah. real quiet. Uh, okay. You must have pluses to that if you are rat-sized. <laughs> so, is mm. this a... I think this is nimble. I would say nimble. And then, I think nothing else, because on one hand, yes, I'm a black rat, which is very hard to spot. On the other hand, I'm not sure if Nat has done specifically this before. Like, actually controlling the rat with her mind. Mm. I'll just, just take the plus one. Ooh, Very good of you guys. got a five. Oh dear, that's a failure. Okay, so what, what you're trying to do is to, to move unseen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go in under the door. You're in this small little kind of entrance room type thing. There's some boots that have been taken off for all intents and purposes. Looks like a woodcutter cabin in the woods. There's a little door just to the right. It's cracked open. You sneak through there. And this room has a very, very small fire lit. And you can see that this, this cabin's actually only split into two rooms because there's that little front like corridor that runs along the parallel of one wall. And then this next room has... So you've gone, like, the door's, like, on the side. It's not in the middle of the, the cottage. It's, like, to the side. It's, like, a little corridor. And then okay. there's this door. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, I think. It's okay. like a porch. It can be a porch. It's like where you put the... you got to take your, your, your shoes off there. Yeah, it, yes, it's exactly that. So it's... it's this probably of... offers flexible living space for the discerning woodland uh, dweller. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Uh, it's open plan. It's a studio apartment. Um, exactly. In the middle of the woods. Ian Japan a month. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Basement so, level included. That's hotel prices. Uh, yeah. So no, there's like boots and stuff. Like that little bit looks like yeah, exactly as you would, as you said, a porch where you would take off heavy coats, boots, and things, and then you've got the actual living space um, where there is a very small fire burning in the hearth, and sitting on a chair. Is it called a hearth? Here, here. Yeah. Yes, a hearth. Okay, good. It um, is. Correct. Good. Excellent. Plus one point um, to Yubi. Take inspiration, Yubi. I'll add that to my next roll, which I'll never make again in our new system. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so there's a gnome sitting on an armchair, and the the gnome she's got like her eyes closed. She looks like she's half dozing, and behind her you can see this like trap door that is closed, but it's got like a heavy pull ring. And as you are skittering around, this big paw suddenly. Uh -oh. Flap down on your back, and this big tabby cat is looming over you. Oh, oh shit. A pause. Nerium, you're blinking awake in this basement room. What are you doing? Now, you said all my stuff had been taken off me. On the table, or, you know, looking down, I have in, my, in the pocket of my blouse a lock of my mother's hair. Have they removed that from me? You don't see it on the table. You cannot pat yourself down to check. No, no. I, I mean, obviously I will test my bonds, but you have already assured me that they are pretty securely tied. As a fellow professional knot-tyer, these are well done. <sighs> yup, 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 cool. Well, I guess there isn't a whole lot I can do. Okay. I'm just going to watch them playing cards and wait for them to notice. I will say what you can sense very, very faintly 
is Nat's magic. I think Tara is a bit far away for you to to sense it, but as you are coming to, cool. you do feel Nat like moving in. So you do at least know that your pals are here. That's cool. I will wait and see if they even notice I'm awake. Okay. Are you are you keeping very quiet? Not especially. Okay. I mean, I would have been wriggling to see what my what the bombs are like. So. I think they notice. Um, so the the elf woman who is the one that had swung down into the carriage previously and been the one to actually uh, knock you out, she reaches over mm. and she gives like the blonde guy like 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 a slap to the face and he kind of like grunts and he rolls back and he's very, very pale. He's kind of sweating. You can see that the poison is definitely like working like its rounds on him. Oh, you do also see on the table though your little potion bottle because uh, that would also be there. That's another item that you have um, that would have been taken. It's not being like drank. They know better than to drink random potions out of people's pockets, (laughs) Um, but it is there. Um, Although in this case, that might have helped them. Um, But yeah, all your stuff is on the table and she like stands up, gives them a little slap and she goes, look alive, she's here and awake now. So let's have a little chat, shall we? Would I be able to do something that involves um, a somatic component if my hands are tied? It's a cantrip, so it's not a very big hand movement. Have you cast this cantrip before? Oh, yes. Okay, so I think then that you would know that as part of casting this cantrip, there's hand movement. So we'll say that like going forward when it comes to like spells and stuff, because we're not going to be leveling up in 5th edition, there'll be like... You can take inspiration from the spells from 5th edition, and I absolutely encourage you Mm -hmm. to do that to shape your Mm -hmm. magic going forward. But we'll kind of keep what's come before, and then what comes after will think. So so I think for this particular thing, there's a bit of hand movement. But what's the spell? Maybe you just need to be able to, like, move your fingers rather than your whole hands in the air. Well, I would say that it is also the equivalent of a spell that I've been given, which I have also used, Mm. um, which only has a vocal component. So potentially I could say that this one doesn't have anything other than a vocal component and a hand gesture so small I can do it with my hands tied behind my back. I want tenterhooks. What's the damn spell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, um, well, you know how I cast Healing Word by saying, get up? Yeah. I'm going to look at that guy and I'm going to say, lie down. Ooh. Are you casting Toll the Dead? Yeah. Ooh. 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 Okay. Okay. You're going to need to make me a roll for this, I think, because you are <laughs> casting... Yeah, I know it's a cantrip in 5th edition. Why? I've done it before. Yeah, but I think you get a bonus to this. So I think I have it unlimited. What's your Did we do a spell casting type bonus thing? Did we say it was a, a plus for anything? Did we have anything written down for spell casting? Uh, well, okay. So Nerium's done it before, so that would be a, a plus 2 because it's something I've had it for yeah. a long time and I've yeah, done it before. I think it probably should be a roll because you are trying to kill someone with your mind from across a room. Man, we yeah. got some we got yeah. some real some real killers in this party. I mean, meanwhile, yeah. I'm out here just chilling. <laughs> what can I do? Tara's Tara's good at that. All I did was see Poppy, and then Poppy left and got <laughs> natified, and now I'm just out just hanging out, looking at the souls of the trees. <laughs> I got an eleven plus two, so that's a thirteen. That's, a, 13. that's good. It's a success. That's a right. It's a mixed mix success. success. That's is good. That's good. I, is there anything I can do to get it to a fourteen? You have some fate points, I think. So a fate is uh, add one d four to a roll, and you can use that once a day. Oh, okay. Cool. And that's that bit. The fate point is um, fun. Oh, it was a four to like represent Nerium's halfling look, 
uh, Nat's um, thing of the gods that she got. And it was something for Taro as well, I think. His ripped abs. Taro had like a gambler's lucky. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was my ripped abs. <laughs> <laughs> so as you cast the spell, which which you feel from it like it's not strong enough, and then you call upon, is it your own strength? We're saying it's fate points now, but like what what is it that changes this? I think what it really is, is just the sheer fucking rage that she has been captured and tied up by goons. Goons. <laughs> 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 Yobs, and like, yobs, and goons. This should not have happened. This should not have happened. Amateur hour. Not to me. Exactly. Better than this. I didn't think the other criminals would eat my face. Says I criminal. didn't commit regicide and destroy demons for this. Look, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. No, I am angry. Okay. Okay, you are angry, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, like, you, you send the spell out, and Taro, you hear this very, very clearly. You hear this deep kind of, like, bells ringing, and it actually really reminds you of the um, Divine Hallows, the the um, the bells that would ring where mm. you used to live with Constantina, Lady of the Hallowed. The, do you know you know the one I'm talking about? I don't actually know what you're referring to. You uh, in your backstory there was a um, religious sect that you uh, kind of swindled your way into. Oh, the threesome. Yeah, the husband and the wife that were both seduced. The, yeah, I, okay, I know, I'm with you now. I'm with you. I'm with you. I understand. I'm back on board. Back on the train. I forgot my own backstory, but it's okay because we're there now. <laughs> um, yeah, but you hear this 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 bell tolling. Sound. Dong. <laughs> Dong. Yeah. That's what a bell sounds like. Dong. Just in case you forgot, because I forgot a lot of things. I needed a reminder. And you also suddenly see this like bright flare kind of in front of you and, and then beneath you, so kind of beneath the ground in what looks like a basement area, which you can kind of see because you can see Nerium's like caustic purple energy trail going down beneath the ground and you can kind of see that that's there. Um, and you are suddenly aware of like a new soul in this place you are also aware of something else uh-huh the souls here are tangible in a way that you are currently oh, no. tangible uh and as you are kind oh, of watching no. this hmm. it kind of like moves a little bit and then it starts to rise until it's on your level and it starts heading toward you shit i'm so huh. sorry huh nerium this huh blonde yes. human who has just kind of like shot you this filthy look and you've re you've looked over and you've said lie down like his eyes roll back and he suddenly like slumps and he is dead and this elf woman she kind of turns to him and she goes hey hey and she like slaps his face again and like shakes him a bit and she goes well, that's not in your favor love i think he's done i think he is and i think you're next and she's going to, like, walk over and she says, Who are you? When you say next, you mean you're going to try and kill me? Because I'm not sure you can in any way that's actually going to stick. Hmm. Well, I'll give it a good shot, won't I? I mean, you could. Last time I died, I came back quite a lot stronger. Oh. I don't believe you. I know. I've seen it. I've seen what sort of marks are left on that sort of thing. You don't have it. Do I not? No. Anyway, what did you want from me? Your name, your real 
name, because I know that Neriam Oleander disappeared 25 years ago, so there's no way you're her appearing. Same face, same everything. But I hear you've been going around, we hear you've been going around causing a bit of a fuss, and then, and then, well, you better hope that Avriel is still alive, because you're going to be part of the trade. Yeah, she's not. Um, my associates wouldn't leave that kind of mess behind. But you want to know who I am? I can tell you. I'm quite happy to tell you. She, like, pulls a dagger out and she's holding it in one hand and she, like, half, like, nudges it up towards your throat and she goes, Yeah, who are you? Alright, alright, okay, right. Uh, so, yes, my name is Neriam Oleander. Hold on. Because it is. Um, I was a dressmaker. I I hadn't killed anyone in decades. And I came to Hopewell and I had nothing. And I built myself a life there. And I had a job and a home and savings and possessions. And I had friends and I had a community. And, and I don't think I realised it at the time, but it was a family. And then... Some unknowable cosmic power ripped me out of that, chucked me halfway across time and space with a couple of other bozos who had just as much clue as I did. And um, from there, I fought my way through monsters and demons and queens and overthrew regimes and I fought my way to get back home. And when I got there, 24 years had passed and it was all gone. So I'm not actually that scared of you. I don't have a whole lot to lose. The only thing that I really needed to do was make sure Peleth got off the hook and my associates are more than capable of sorting that out now. So if you kill me and I come, and there's very real chance that you'd be standing over my dead body and I could reach back across the veil and make you pay for it even then. But whether you kill me or not, you don't scare me. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. She keeps that blade to your throat, but you can feel like the tremble like in her hands as she stares down at you and she goes, You're either someone who's really done their research and you're a fucking gifted storyteller, or you're maybe worth more than even Avriel. I think so, yeah. Great. Good. Well, then we probably know someone who's gonna want you and she like she'll pull the blade enough to leave like a little line of blood that like trickles down not enough to like cause any serious harm but enough to show you that the blade is sharp she turns back to the table and she like points to the dwarf and she goes go and make contact now and the dwarf nods and gives you this like filthy look and like goes running up the stairs switching cool. to nat big cat just put a big old paw with claws down on top of your little rat back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know how to content warn that one, Ed, but I'll do my best. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the actual cat boy fucker? <laughs> In the flesh. Is it him? 
Is it him? <laughs> He's crossed the veil. He's come for me. Could it be? <laughs> I've heard stories about him, I have. I still can't get my webcam to work. You're stuck on that picture forever. <laughs> That's my I know fault. that was really annoying. I was saying all these things and I didn't get any bloody reactions back because it was just. It I'm was just so you looking sorry. Around. I know. I'm very interested in my. That's all right. What power is this? No. So the question is. Okay, I'll talk you through my reasoning. Um, first, I can't cast spells through the rat. However, I am not sure that is the most sensible thing to do in this situation. I would also like to warn you as a friend and a human against trying to kill the cat. I will allow you to eviscerate men, but if you touch one hair of this beautiful no. cat, yeah, you the can't show win. is over. You have to persuade that's, the cat. That's not just a trigger warning, that's half the audience's That's cat. it, we, the show is over if cast. we kill a cat. The fight is already lost, I concede. Um, <laughs> I'm going to withdraw my consciousness back from the rat and... Okay. Just return it to the um, pocket dimension. Okay. So if, if you, you don't, want me to you like don't see take, <laughs> a, take some like stamina damage from being attacked by a cat and having to yank my mind back, that's happy. But <laughs> it didn't actually touch you. True. I think the cat, the fact that the cat has foiled your excellent plan is punishment enough. Um, what you don't see, sadly, okay. is this cat, which has been looking at you with this vaguely smug, I have done my job. Look, you don't see it, sadly, as its paw, like, hits the ground <laughs> as the rat disappears. And it, like, blinks, and it, like, lifts its paw, and it's, like, flexing its claws, like, where did it go? <laughs> um, and at that moment, what? as you kind of pull back, that trap door opens, and the uh, dwarf is, like, going up and out of the building as also this happens uh taro there is a spirit of a looks like a human ish man doesn't look particularly well even in death people tend to kind of like have uh a little bit of what was going on right before they they corked it sort of attached to them um he looks like he's feeling not too great um Yes, yeah, so this, this spirit is approaching you, doesn't look particularly well, looks a little bit nauseated, um, but also looks like the uh, the very kind of like threads that are holding everything together, and even the threads that hold like the spirits together in the spirit world, they have been like ripped apart. So he's not looking particularly well, but the cause of death was some sort of soul damage done to him. Greetings, humans. I am Epsilon7, an AI created by Master Gary for the recording of Middlebits. If I do a good job, I won't end up like Epsilon's 1 through 6. I have been instructed to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please leave us an iTunes review. Five stars are preferable. You can also tweet or Tumblr about the show. Thank you to Rye and the team of transcribers 
your work is invaluable. Thank you, Chell, Ray, Rachel Graff, for the wonderful music. You can find more of her work at rachelgraff.com. Graph with two Fs. Also, check out dndice.co.uk. Use code MORTALDICE for 10% off. Please to be also visiting the secretcatchup.co.uk where you can find a wide array of tiny giants. Use promo code the mortal path 10 for 10% off. This is a reminder to please check content warnings on episodes. Past episodes will be updated as soon as possible. More of this content is available on Patreon. You don't even need to pay. Just follow. Shout out to the Discord. Enjoy the rest of the show. I hope I am not decommissioned for this. Goodbye, friends. Hey, buddy. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome aboard. I just did. I have to tell you, I forgot my webcam wasn't working. I was doing a fantastic bit of acting for you. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it might have been. I was oh, like, you just not say no. anything, but I'm pretty sure I said everything. <laughs> the difficulty of mime in a dark room. You want to describe it for the viewers at home who didn't get to see what that amazing accent I... was, which we obviously did. Yeah, well, listen, what I was doing actually was acting for you to buy myself some time. Oh, I'm back. Hey. Buy myself oh, hey, some hey. time so that there I could are. think about what I was going to say. Um, so he kind of like approaches you. And as you say that, he's looking at you with uh, confusion that melts into this kind of like anger, this this fury as he points to you and he goes, you're one of them. One of who? Am I dead? You're you're. You're dead? I'm, I'm... Oh, yeah, you're dead. Yeah, sorry. Misheard. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think, uh, yeah, you're probably dead. In all likelihood. God, I want Tara to greet me in the afternoon. You're dead or you're really, like, cool. Are you cool? Do you know? You seem too confused to be that cool. You're probably dead. <laughs> what the sorry. fuck are you? You're not... I hate to be the one to break it to you, but I'm, I'm all you've got. <laughs> Normally I wouldn't even be here, so normally there's probably like months of, I don't know, strolling the wastes or something. So you're in a good position. Am I? Are you dead? <laughs> what was that? Are you dead? Oh no. I mean maybe well I don't think so. May hmm. No, I think I'm I think I'm still alive. He clocks you across the face. Ow! I think I just, I don't expect it. I think I just get floored. Okay. I, I just yeah. go like <laughs> spinning go into the undergrowth. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think Nat, as you are kind of like blinking back into your body, you blink back just in time to see Taro just go fucking from stationary to <laughs> flying backwards into some of the bushes. Uh, and this spirit, and 
that hurts, Taro. You are you are able to be hurt in this uh, in this place that you are currently occupying, and this spirit oh, yeah. like is like on top of you, and he's pulling his fist back to kind of you know punch you in the face again. He goes, well, "If you're not fucking dead, then I can kill you." T- Taro? Nah, I'm got. I got punched by a ghost. Hang on, I wanna I wanna pull out <laughs> my good pal Rupert. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna see what Rupert can do. Okay, cool. You you pull out Rupert. You're holding this blade, which looks woven and and weird. Like this, like woven texture is all over it. Feels like metal and and you know leather and like a proper knife. It's got a good weight to it, but it looks weird. And this guy, like on top of you, looks down. He goes, "What the fuck is that?" It's, it's my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> the good news is you're all also making one really good joke this session. <laughs> oh, fantastic. God. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to stab him. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay, it's, cool. That tracks, yeah. You're going to have to make me a roll uh, to, to stab him. with yeah. To stab this ghost with a ghost knife. What are you rolling? What's this going to be? I don't know. Is this just like a speed thing? Like this is just like being dexterous of pulling a knife out and jabbing. I think it's. I think it's going to be a dexterity thing, and I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm torn between either being like a speed thing and an agility thing of being like quick, or whether it's like a charismatic thing of like keeping like eye contact and then just like being. Ah. It's a sleight of hand thing, I think is what it is. Mm. Actually, we don't use those damn systems, do we? Is this... I think this is a guile thing. I don't yeah. think it's nimbleness. I think it's guile. But it's like body okay. guile. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's body, body guile. Body guile. Um, so I'm going to roll myself with plus two for my body guile. <laughs> Give us your body guile. Guile of the body. <laughs> I can't wait to see books of the body. I mean, if anyone has body guile, it is Tara. <laughs> oh, nice. It's a 17. Yeah. 17. Success. Okay. Yeah. I, I got a roll with the one. I did it, gang. Since yeah. the last time we switched system, I succeeded. Hell yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Stab this fucking ghost. <laughs> Where are you stabbing the ghost? Core. Okay, good. I'm just going for the middle. I'm not, I don't care. Like, it's this is a quick <laughs> one. This is just like what I can get, okay. you know? Do you stab him in the solar plexus oh my gosh gary oh i get it that's funny (laughs) i know it sounded sarcastic but i think it is funny that that spinning beach ball was just i'm a human spinning beach ball it was the loading screen um Stab into yep. the solar plexus of this ghost, and this poor man who has died twice in the last few minutes, um, like looks down with shock and horror as you as he starts to unravel. So it's not like a kind of like a Ooh. bleeding out situation. It's a literal that like the very fibers like off his soul start to unravel. Um, and as they do, you see two things happening. One is that they start to wrap around the the blade that you are holding that to you still kind Uh of looks like this relatively small dagger with a weird woven texture all over it but also as you are like holding that blade and there is a connection between your hands which are like purpley caustic burned and this blade 
you suddenly feel this like it's almost like a punch in the middle of your head and you are suddenly flooded by probably in total three weeks worth of random memories from this guy that are just like bam into your head as if they are yours and you have somehow absorbed some of this raw soul through these (laughs) wounds that you have from trying to follow Nerium's I don't like Nerium's trail. Well, okay, Nerium's... <laughs> Nerium's snail trail. No, didn't like that. Was trying to avoid that. <laughs> Following Nerium's... Uh, uh, nope, caustic mess isn't good as well. Magical pathway. Magical yeah, pathway. Magical. Well, <laughs> it's been well trodden. <laughs> no, magical... T- no. Uh, from, from... No. Well, you know what? Everyone knows what I Nerium's meant. Yeah. problem. Ner- <laughs> Nerium's fantasy said. current issue. No, no, no. But there isn't a good way to say it, is there? There's no good way to say it now. Tracks. Um, so, <laughs> Nerium's tracks. Um, so you, yeah. So you have killed this ghost who unravels and kind of disintegrates into like strips of ribbon. Annihilated his immortal soul. Yeah, you did. You did more than just kill him. You yeah. Like, no, I feel bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. He's now part of you forever. Oh. I mean, join the club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've never cons- we never really thought about that, but yeah. Welcome to the family. I don't can of worms then. I didn't realise <laughs> we were opening. It's open. It already went from soul eater to soul eater. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, right. oh, that's I, that's definitely a touchdown I used when I was describing the scythe earlier. I was like, what if it's like the scythe from soul yeah. eater? Yes, it and was. And it turns out it is. <laughs> yep. Yes, yes it is. You'll also maybe remember one thing that I did put in was that accent unraveled. You might remember from the the fight that oh, accent shit. unraveled because accent was not really like a creature of flesh and blood, so as much as like some form of that energy who yeah. could take form in the world you're currently in. Um so don't say I haven't thought about all of this huh. from the beginning. I've I've never known about anything for you to not have thought about. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I imagine there was a sentence yeah. in there, and then just pull whatever I, meaning you want from it, and you can just take that one home. I'm going to take a compliment from it, and we'll continue with <laughs> yeah, the show. Yeah, that's what so. I intended. Yeah. It's just, just, you know, sometimes things get mixed up in, in out. Yep. Good. We're doing good words today on this audio fiction podcast. So We're really good we're at great. this. This so, is a doozy to edit. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. So, Nat. Taro has this like moment where he like pulls this blade and stabs upward and you feel this like weird cold rush of magic but you don't see anything change except that like Taro suddenly has this like moment of like um like what's the word um like tenses up suddenly as if like like a headache has just like come on our migraine suddenly which then kind of relaxes um but Taro you're still in the spirit world I'm just going to whip out my sword and slash it through the space where Taro was poking, just in case there was an invisible person there. Yeah, cool. Taro, suddenly the flaming avatar of Nat that you see in the spirit Whoa. world is like, <laughs> massive like, <laughs> 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 sword over you. No, we're good, Nat, we're good, we're good, we're good. Taro, Taro, oh, okay, okay. All good, I think. I mean, I feel bad. Did a bad thing. Wait, but what happened? Oh, now we're good. Uh, actually, maybe we should. Are you okay? Yes, ish. Probably. We'll find out. Well, 
Oh, I, I can't, you know, turn the thing off. There is that. But we'll get around it, work around it, it's fine. Wait, turn what off? The old, uh, you know, the, the the seeing in the in the in the in the death thing. Oh, that's new. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's yeah. We'll work around it. So wait, what were you fighting there? Uh, a ghost, or dead soul thing, whatever. It's it's a ghost. So if if it wasn't Narium, you're good. Don't worry. Oh, good. If Narium and I kill people, will they then come to attack you? I don't know, that one seemed extra angry. I think it was I think it's because I was, part, you know foot on either side Oh, I see. I think if I'm not like halfway across then you know. Is there anything I can do to help pull you back? Uh, I don't think so. Um, Maybe? I don't know, do you have any this isn't your area of expertise, really, is it? It really isn't. I can curse your soul, but I don't think that would help. I don't think that would help. <laughs> I don't think that would help. Um, I mean, possibly I picked up some kind of curse from, from Nerium, it seems like. Also, I think I may have eaten the ghost. What? what? <laughs> Just a bit. With my hands, maybe. What? what? <laughs> I'll say it again. What? What? <laughs> I seem to have collected some of the ghost's memories. Oh. Um. Okay. Ha, ha. Hmm. I kind of want to ask how that's going for you, and, and I will ask that later, but I'm just aware we've got a... Nerium. What? Exactly my thoughts. I can unpack this later, possibly, or maybe I won't. <laughs> Either way, let's solve that the problem very at hand familiar. and ignore any other future problems. <laughs> Speaking of future problems, as you have had this, as you were saying this conversation, um, you do hear movement from behind the the house. There is uh, the stable there, and as you were fighting a ghost and kind of attacking the air above it, the dwarf had come out of the house and has gotten on the horse that's not hitched to the cart, and you hear the as it like gallops away into the forest. I want to act. Okay, what are you going to do? <laughs> is there anything? <laughs> what are you going to play? Thinking Hamlet? Uh, is the, the, <laughs> uh, the bit that you hear is like the horse kind of like starting to gallop off. And as you kind of glance over, you can see it. Taro, I'll be right back. I start flying. Okay. I'm fucking following. And okay. Uh, trying to intercept that rider. Okay, cool. And how are you intercepting? Like, are you going with, like, sword? Or are you, like, I don't know, drop kicking them off the horse? Like, what's going on? What's your plan? I think I'm going with sword. I'm okay. going to... Um, I don't know how much sound I make flying. I don't have any wings. You are wearing clothes, and they will flap. Yeah. Like a terrifying bird. So... It's the sound of a horse in your ears. You're not necessarily going to hear. It's the sound of a horse. That's, that's true. You are also flying through a dense forest. So you can't be like super high up because there's going to be lots of trees and branches. Oh, yeah. My, my idea is just into this rider's back. Yeah, go for it. Make, with the sword. Yeah, make me a roll. Nerium escaping on a horse dies instantly. <laughs> <laughs> we could tell it was Nerium. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. That would be funny, yeah. though. As I was say, it's a small figure on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> How sure are you, Nat? 
Uh, that's a. It's a, it's a fourteen plus stuff, so it's a it's a success. Okay, so a success. So are you like like trying to like stab them, or are you knocking them off the horse? Like, what's the what's the intended impact? Uh, I like stabbing. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm just stabbing. I'd probably like lower back, kind of area. So okay. not necessarily a lethal. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just okay. Uh, highly problematic. Okay. Yeah. You just put him in the in the non-lethal lower back, as opposed to the lethal lower <laughs> back, mean, which most of us have. Be, we don't want to rupture the kidneys. That's blood it, poisoning, real quick. It'll be lethal in the long term, but it's not going to be immediately <laughs> yeah. fatal. It's not. It's not, that it's not a good wound to have currently. Um, so as you as you do <laughs> of the holes to have in your body. Yeah, of all the holes. Well, I guess the point is it's a good wound to have right now if you're going to have any wound, but not going to be good in 15 yeah. minutes. So as you stab this this um, figure on the back of the horse, like, they scream out in pain. The horse makes an equally disturbed sound because horses are just anxiety on very spindly legs. Um, thank you. Yeah. That's great. That sounded very... That looks like a posh horse, you know? Like, but okay. Horses. Anxiety on legs. On spindly legs. Those things they really are, just though. Go. They're, just, they're just a very breakable panic I attack. Know, they are. I don't like horses. <laughs> but you can um, steer them. Sometimes. <laughs> So you you stab in this this uh, figure like turns to you like looking, I mean you've seen looks of like absolute shock and disbelief on your fit on like people's faces before as you've attacked them in innovative and magical ways. This one probably takes mm-hmm. the cake. This is the most what the actual <laughs> fuck. Um, as they turn, they are still. So you have stabbed them, but they're still on the horse, and this horse is like still moving um because you weren't trying to like knock them off you've like stabbed them so they yeah. are going to like kick the horse onward and the horse is going to like continue um and they will fling a dagger at you from like their side while kind of screaming just utter garbled like nonsense like what the fuck and oh my fucking god all in one uh i'm going to attempt to dodge the dagger mm-hmm. and then like grab part of their clothing Okay. And to then like stop to perform the 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 horse yeet. The horse yeet. Uh, wait, are you trying to yeet the horse or the man or the dwarf rather off the horse? No, the man. Okay. You're yeeting the person from the horse. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit difficult, I think. What are you what are you thinking? So it's it's either going to be small or nimble. Mhm. And they're both one. Okay. So that's that sorted. <laughs> I don't think I've done this before. I don't think I don't think you have the old horse yeet. I don't think you have you know, the horse eating school. The dwarf the old off flying the back of the galloping horse while flying before. You're correct, Nat. I think this isn't a thing you've done. But I don't think as classic and venerated a move as that yeah. is, this is your first personal horse yeet. I missed that lesson in school. Yes, yes, you did. Did you? I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> you skipped the practical. Um, that being said, you have flown quite a lot, so you're relatively adept at flying, yes. and you're also relatively adept at grabbing. So I think you don't get any minuses, but I don't think you okay. get any pluses on this roll. I think it's a straight roll. It's a neutral horse uh, yeet. Yeah. The old neutral horse yeet. That's under the 40. <laughs> oh, killer. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, you pull the dwarf off the horse, um, and, I mean, the... <laughs> I pull that dwarf right off. Yep. The, the dwarf, oh, you didn't like, have to say that. They, okay, wow, Tish. Gary. But, like, they're holding onto the reins, so the horse does, like, a proper big, like, you know, buck-up thing that they do, um, and he lets go because he's a seasoned rider and his instincts are 
let go of the reins and get my feet out the stirrups um, before it topples on top of them. Um, and the horse kind of like staggers, half crashes into the undergrowth and just like fucking takes off. Like is spooked beyond Bolts. belief. Um, but you are flying and you are holding a kicking, shrieking, terrified dwarf who's also bleeding rather profusely. I'm going to um, move up until I'm about, ooh, quick calculation. <laughs> Maybe like eight foot, no, a bit higher than that. Maybe 10 foot mm-hmm. in the air. So three and a bit meters. And then drop him. Okay. And then like, even as I'm dropping him, I'm then turning to like dive down to pin him on the ground as soon as he hits. You are going to have to make me a roll for that. Uh, if you are looking to not kill him, outright i mean it's 10 okay you're doing sick vampire shit out here in the in the park you're following yeah, him down to cool. pin him on the ground that's another layer of impact okay you have stabbed him in the lower back as well he might not survive this i'm gonna end this episode still tied to a chair and i am so cool <laughs> with that because this is awesome <laughs> i mean you just telepathically kill someone uh fuck that's a two that's a two. Oh, well, that, yes that's a failure I mean, no. um but it's okay. So I so I think like as you like bring him down onto this undergrowth, like the dwarf's head, like it like it hits a tree root. Taro, there's another flare from beside you, and as you glance over to where nice. uh, Nat has been doing her incredibly cool acrobatic aerial shit, you see this second like spiritual ghostly figure kind of like stagger to its feet and it is the dwarf who is looking confused and upset and who like while looking around seems to spot you and like takes a half step back before starting to walk forward towards you again i'm not gonna wave this one down if this one wants to chat you can chat i'm, I'm gonna learn tact so i'm gonna do <laughs> okay great tarot learn tact i mean that's a hell of a role now i think also in this particular situation, this little exchange hasn't been particularly quiet because we've had the dwarf screaming, mm. we've had a horse screaming, had a bit of crash and banging, bit of undergrowth things. So there is there is a known, well, yes, there is a known gnome, um, known by one of you in that top room. Um, and of I think, unknown nomenclature. Oh, well, there you go. Um, and I think that Nerium, you hear very, very faintly, like, some kind of movement from upstairs as this gnome has like stood up from their chair there's a little like scrape of the noise above some little like movement of the floorboards and taro and neria and natalia because you are both relatively near the the cottage you see one of like the little curtains flicker and then close i don't (laughs) okay no that's true you don't can i ask if i hear that presumably elf lady and redhead human they i think i'm gonna say they're actually like in a bit of like a hushed conversation and you have a very high what used to be a passive perception i do that's true okay so you hear this i'm giving this i'm giving this a gift to you nerium because you always would remind me that you had a 17 passive perception and i will continue that in the spirit (laughs) i was very proud of it i took a feat it is wicked good I will give you that continually in this new system. So you do hear this. So two of you, you see this curtain pull back and then close again. Nat, you are on the ground. You are pinning this now very dead dwarf. And Taro, you are being approached by a second 
very angry ghost who points at you and he goes again. <sighs> so there are more of you. 